0: Listening to the Mobcast Network.
1: No! Don't eat that!
0: I saw it moving the refrigerator. Here, Jason, take some. There is something alive in there.
1: They're good for us, Jason. (laughs) They kill the bad things inside us.
0: Must be a side effect of eating too
1: much dessert. It's gonna kill you! It's gonna kill you all! Hey, wait, wait, wait. We are not alone. Tonight, America is in grave danger.
2: So are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff?
0: Oh, hell yes. And what's worse, I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up.
2: had a baby we watched the stuff because i guess it was ladies choice this week <laughs> and that's what the lady chose uh i am joined uh of course you know me i am scotty your internet your native american pop culture spirit guide i have a title it's great and i am joined by your jack of all trades el jefe loco from the grill out and uh H Sports Show. Exactly. And lately, this show. Yeah. We have a special guest this episode. Our friend,
1: Lady's Choice Trinity. Lady,
2: her. Her name is Lady's Choice Trinity. <laughs> so, so did as a kid? Did you get Matrix jokes?
1: Yeah, actually, in fifth grade, I dressed up as Trinity from the Matrix. No, oh,
2: okay. So she owns it. Yes. She's like, I'll go for my name. I'll cosplay. So that's awesome. So um, we've been doing the show weekly for a little while now, and uh, I was always looking for ideas for new new episodes to do and new movies to watch, especially new movies to share with my friends who who've not seen a lot of things. And Trinity, um, I called her on Facebook, and she was showing off that uh, she had just ordered a copy of the stuff, which happens to be one of your favorite movies. Am I correct?
1: It was when I was a kid. Well, yeah, so... It carries over. It's
2: let's it's let's talk bad. about your childhood connection to the stuff before we get into the film itself, so... Uh,
1: I don't even remember. It, I remember being born and watching the stuff. <laughs> it, it's always been there in our little collection of terrible VHS tapes.
2: So you saw it on the original VHS.
1: Yes, like the original the, the first. toddling
2: and slamming the tape and I'm
1: gonna watch the stuff uh, I don't think it was my first choice as a toddler it's probably Crip Keeper's not on Trinity here watch this instead
2: <laughs> yeah we, we have learned while we were watching the stuff that Trinity comes from a, 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 a very um, varied horror background uh, being raised on horror by her, her mother and her grandmother yes. so you're the third generation of fans and I guess you're going to raise your daughter.
1: She already likes them.
2: See? So she's bringing in the fourth generation yes. of, and she's at the age I guess you were when you were watching the stuff.
1: Yeah, actually. I should probably show it to her and pass the traditional. <laughs> Here, well, Dominay. Watch this.
2: This should be good.
1: Just don't try this at home. Don't go get the yogurt and do any of this stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, so let us let us begin. <clears throat> I'm stealing this from Wikipedia because it's really hard to kind of watch and do a synopsis on this because so much was going on, I didn't want to miss anything. But maybe I should have. <laughs> so so stop me if there's anything you want to comment about. <clears throat> okay. Right now, you're just, <laughs> he's
0: just right into it. He's like, okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> just, just hold on a second. The stuff that 89 minutes, I'm not going to ever get back.
2: 87. Eighty-seven minutes long, directed by Larry C- Cohen. So, and we'll talk about Larry Cohen's films in a minute. So, <clears throat> a couple of railroad workers discovered a yogurt-like white substance bubbling from the ground. It's found to be a sweet. It's found to be sweet and addictive. Later, the substance is marketed as the stuff, and by later we mean like the very next scene. <laughs> by the way, the the old man has the. He has
0: the mind of a child. He sees something on the ground. He's going to eat it.
2: So yeah. So this opens up. It, this opens up in a. I guess they said they said railroad workers. And I really wasn't quite sure. And I guess it, it's snowing, but to me it looked like it was. A, you you said it looked like um, it looked like a salt mine, like a salt mine, right? And um, this old guy looks in the ground and finds this stuff bubbling. And the first thing he does is stick his hand in it, and then he brings it to his nose, and then he eats it. Which I guess is the progression of a toddler. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the entire process of a toddler. Oh, look at this. Let's touch it and put it in our mouths.
2: It would not surprise me if this
0: old man had an adult diaper on. <laughs> this this would not surprise it me. Much like
2: a toddler. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he finds a buddy who shows up and is asking what he's doing, and he's like, I'm eating this stuff. You should try it. He's like, I don't eat snow. And I'm like, that's not snow.
0: <laughs> you're. At, it looks like you're in a salt mine. <laughs> they put that on the ground to melt snow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so he he gets his buddy to eat it, and then they they figure out well, we could market this and we could sell it. In the next scene, we have the stuff. It is um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff is marketed as it's sold in pint containers and correctly labeled at. 0.474 milliliters, so if someone will Google what's in a pint, I would like to know that. Um, like ice cream, it's, uh, it's marketed as having no calories, being sweet, creamy, and filling, and it becomes suddenly a nationwide craze and drastically hurts the sales of ice creams, which caused the uh, ice cream companies to come together, and they hire a, a, what is known as an industrial saboteur. They hire David Moe. Rutherford, who has got a swaggered on him, he is from some part of Georgia, which I don't think exists because of his <laughs> accent.
0: I feel like he's a long lost brother of Van <laughs> I
2: really and, do. And Opie's brother, probably eight. That is, it's, it's cause probably he, probably Opie. Opie's age. He, well, he's he's pro- he probably is Opie. He just likes to go by Mo. <laughs> <laughs> if Opie didn't come a film director, he would come and join the FBI. Exactly. Uh, Mo did, was in the FBI, and well. Got kicked out of the FBI and got into industrial sabotage. Um, he starts looking around. Uh, he gets hired by these guys to go look find out what this stuff is and how they can I don't know, stop making this stuff or clone it. They're trying to make their own version of this stuff, So, like Coke versus Pepsi.
1: They're trying to improve it. How can you improve on that? It's like it tastes great. Well, that's what they said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this gets bad. All right, so... <laughs> So he looks around and uh, t- tries to find. He talks to different people, and he, and he and he talk, and like he's very injured. Like he ends up in Danny Aiello's house, and Danny Aiello's in this film, and he plays. Um, he used to work for the FDA, and apparently he's also renting an apartment. And so he's like, Mo's like, I guess found out he's renting an apartment is trying to come rent the apartment, and then ends up talking to him about this this stuff stuff in the FDA and. Danielle's character's not, like, concerned at all about this guy going... I mean, it's like a guy trying to walk into to, to rent an apartment from you, and it's like, hey, so let's talk about work. That's not creepy at all.
0: <laughs> well, I think he was more creeped out to the fact that his dog was about ready to kill him,
2: so... Yeah, he had a big old, old Doberman?
1: He was preoccupied.
2: And he feeds the Doberman the stuff, and so that would be interesting. Um... He also goes to New York and uh swoons the lady in charge of the ad agency for the stuff, okay for
0: the record he did not swoon anybody <laughs> Open in there. okay she
1: bought her
2: <laughs> okay, so like slavery or prostitution whatever you want to say he owns her <laughs> I feel like I feel like he was her pimp because well she didn't like he didn't like sell
0: her out mm hmm We'll get to Colonel Spears later. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: His name is Spears. Uh, Sexual innuendos. As he's investigating, after he uh, hires uh, or buys, I'm trying to think what her name was. Uh, I'm looking in here. What is her name? It's Nicole. Nicole. So the, Nicole is the the lady he hires. As he's looking around stuff, he runs into a, another junk food mogul. Oh, I hate to say this, Charles W. Chocolate Chip Charlie, Hobbs, once again, Chocolate Chip Charlie, played by Garrett Morris, who's one of the few African Americans on this, uh, um, in this film. And so I'm gonna pause here and let's let's cut back to the other half of this movie that because well, we, we've really followed the story of Moe, but there's another character that we really haven't touched on who starts the film, and that's Jason. Jason is an all-American boy, right? You call him well, I, I okay. call him a, I call him a snot-nosed brat, but all-American boy is
0: all-American. He just—he he tears everything up. Yes, his um,
2: America. He wakes up in the middle of the night and goes downstairs because he's hungry, right? That—that's that's what people do when they wake up hungry. They go to their kitchens, and that's what he does. He goes downstairs to his kitchen, and he opens his fridge up, and he sees a pint container of the stuff open and moving and so that freaks him out and then his dad shows up or stepdad i can't figure out what it is because in movies there's this whole douchey stepdad trope that goes around and that's what he seemed like he fit better than like you're not my real dad but there was none of that he was there was no love in this father maybe he's just a dick father
1: that's very likely
2: so he gets on to the boy for being up at night and and not eating the stuff or something, <laughs> and sends him back to his room. Um, then he wakes up the next morning. The everybody's having breakfast, and um, his brother's gonna eat some more of the stuff, and he's like, "Don't eat the stuff because it's moving." And they're like, "You're crazy." They're just weird, yeah. And so he goes to the, later that day, he goes to, I guess, the nearest grocery store and um, wreaks havoc on the stuff. And the reason why we pause this at the Garrett Morse section of the conversation is because there's an an African-American mother and her son are, and, and pushing their, getting their groceries like Americans do, right? Yep. And the the boy's in the buggy, right? Yeah. He's, he's, in, the a, he's in the cart. So he's probably Five. Four ish nine. <laughs> no. I'm not good with kids'
1: ages three to
0: five, three
2: to five. So you have a small human,
0: yes.
2: So I don't know how they fit, you know, what age they don't fit in those things. So I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm 22 20. and I could <laughs> still
1: fit in one of those,
2: right? I couldn't. Well, fit. you are a tiny human yourself.
1: This
2: is true. So I couldn't fit into one of those when I was six. Well, also, you're not a tiny human. <laughs> The I... guys unite <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so the, the this little kids eating the stuff and Jason walks in and goes dead slams it, slams it on the ground and so and he just goes nuts and then he starts just tearing up this the stuff everywhere in the in the grocery store and it's a good minute scene of him just
1: busting glass
2: busting glass and spilling pints and just it's it's pandemonium. And he's arrested. And then we don't hear much about him for a while. He kind of goes quiet. You know. um, Mo and Chocolate Chip Charlie are, uh, joined forces to find out what's in the stuff. Because um, the company that owns the stuff um, bought out Chocolate Chip Charlie's his candy factory. They weren't really clear about what kind of... They they bought his business, out. right? They they didn't really talk about what kind of confections he had. I I assume chocolate chips of some sort. Maybe it was like a Toll House. I, I, <laughs> maybe
0: maybe maybe the name wasn't as racist as we're implementing. But I'm still
2: going with it's racist. It's, it's, it's very racist. But <laughs> it's like I'm, I feel kind of awkward about saying chocolate chip Charlie over and over again. Well,
0: I just I I would just call them racist names early,
2: which is also bad. <laughs> You can't get around this. How about we just call him Charlie?
1: (laughs) That is his name.
2: Okay, so uh, Jason destroys destroys the grocery store, and he gets arrested, and his parents ground him. And much like earlier in the film, where he got hungry and went downstairs, he's once again hungry and goes downstairs, and his parents are all eating the stuff, and uh, they're very happy about it. They're all... I mean, there's no food. There's just this stuff. They're just eating pints of this.
1: Actually, there is food. All in the trash can.
2: Oh, I missed that. There were... Yeah,
1: they're, they have a whole trash can full of brand new food. Like a whole jar of peanut butter and carton of eggs and everything. They're
2: just like, we don't need this food. We have this stuff. I noticed the kid was also playing Zaxxon, which is a classic 80s game. Very 80s movie. Um, and they're all very... Um, commercially. Yeah, very... Was it the... Uh, has uh, this this uh, this has no calories
0: and I've lost five pounds this week and I've never felt better. <laughs> very, Creepy
1: commercial smiles.
2: Very cre- cre- and the dad is less of a dick. He's you know he's he's happy, right? He's like you know you should eat the stuff. The stuff is good.
1: He's like your classic nineteen fifties TV father, right?
2: He is just you know oh it create. He is very much like um, leave it to Beaver had my three sons and oh, oh he's
0: he's pretty much he's he is less of a dick until he gets to the point where like. Now, son, you go up there and eat the stuff now. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> so, you cannot be a part of this family. So,
2: yeah, so they give him the stuff to eat, and he go and the kid's smart. And he's like, I'm going to go upstairs and eat, the, eat it in my room. The parents are stupid because they're like, no, you're going to eat it here. Now they're like, go ahead, kid, whatever. They so trust you. We tr- trust, trust in this. And the, it ends with they they leave him or they, they part him by saying, once you eat the stuff, you'll be part of the family again. That's a horrible thing to say to a child. <laughs> Even if you're possessed by some alien yogurt. I mean it's really just that things not to say to a kid. It's like you're never part of the family until you eat yogurt. And I don't blame this kid for wanting to run away. I don't blame I don't blame him after that
0: comment. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah. So he goes upstairs and he goes uh, not into his room but into the bathroom where he dumps his stuff out into the toilet with a poster of a pentagram.
1: I It was like a band poster. Yeah, like an age band. And I guess
2: it's the kids' bathroom. I'm not sure. It doesn't make sense. I mean, when I was a kid, we had separate bathrooms, but I never decorated it with, like, you know, Pearl Jam or whatever. It's a bathroom. I poop there. I don't really want to see things. I didn't.
1: You don't want a death metal band staring you down, and
2: right? You know, right, right. That's not cool. You know.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I like Dio and all, but I don't want him different... looking at me when I'm doing my business. Right.
2: That's your business, right? You kind of want to be alone and with your thoughts or it's a book like, or whatever. You, Mr.
0: Hetfield, please. I love your band. Just please let me take a dump in
2: peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about Mr. Sandman in a whole different way, <laughs> <laughs> or Mr. Sandman in a different way. Oh man. So, um, this, the, he dumps the stuff into the, the, the death metal bathroom, and <laughs> it comes alive, but he flushes it and replaces it with shaving cream, which it can't be, it, it can be the kid's room, because his brother doesn't shave, so it, it's got to be a family bathroom with a death metal poster. What the hell? <laughs> Maybe this dad is a little bit cooler than what we thought. I'm going with no. Maybe it's the mom. Maybe the mom really is in the death metal. Maybe.
1: It's likely. I mean, I'm
2: a death metal mom. So. See, death metal mom is a thing. It that could thing. be this I mean, we, we this movie was in the middle of the 80s. So. 1985, exactly in the middle of the 80s. Um, he replaces the pint of stuff with uh, shaving cream and is like, "Oh, this stuff is great." Um, I'm, I'm going to eat a lot of it and he goes to see the rest of the family who is at the diner dinner table with a bowl of this stuff. Literally, <laughs> And they're like, you should eat this. And like, not nah, until I finish this pint. And they, once they figure it out that he is eating shaving cream, he, they go out to get him. He escapes. Pause here. Other part of the movie. So Mo meets uh, up with Charlie. And they decide to join forces because the evil corporation that formed the stuff, or bought the stuff, or whatever, um, bought out his company by buying all the shares from his relatives, his nephews, his brothers, and, and whatnot. So they did that. So he, Charlie has a, a, a whole mission. Mo's got a mission because he's getting paid. And so they end up in this town, and they're going to. And I'll let El Jefe describe this. So he goes into this town and goes into a store. They find they, Chocolate Chip Charlie and Mo meet each other. It's daytime.
0: They, they go into this store. Boom! It's nighttime. That's exactly what it just. No, no warning, no nothing. This is Silent Hill, about ready to die. This guy is acting very. The clerk is acting very weird, very, very weird. And he's like, "Hold on a second, let me walk back here." Not acting sketchy at all. <laughs> and he just keeps turning around. Twitchy uh, ferret. Twi- Twitchy ferret. Yeah, he's just. Which is <laughs> a great name for a better land. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Cleveland. We're
2: Twitchy Ferret. <laughs> With that dude in the background just going. I hope they're not. A, that would an, be the
1: great projection screen. First, yeah. first of
2: all, it's an audio podcast, so you can't see him twitching like he's got Tourette's. <laughs> I, I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> he's
0: very animated. Are you Italian? To... No, actually, I'm not. Okay. I'm Italian, but I can cook a lot of different Italian foods. It makes no sense. I, I, actually, I had Italian neighbors. So that makes sense. It doesn't sense, count. It? it doesn't count. But it, it, I can't yeah. cook
2: at all. But I enjoy the stuff. <laughs>
1: Are you a stuffy?
2: I'm a stuffy. It's what they call people who enjoy the stuff. They call them in the film stuffies, which is weird. (laughs) So the townsfolk around the shop uh, start chasing Mo and um, Charlie in the night. (laughs) And a fight ensues, and this is my favorite part. Um, Mo punches one of them in the face, and his face falls off. And he's cool with it. Pretty chill. I mean, if I punched a guy in the face and his face fell out, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> but no. Mo, I guess this is FBI training. or... Keep
1: on keeping on. And he just
2: keeps on keeping on. Um, Charlie fights some guys and punches them and, and stabs he... them. And the stuff is literally coming out of everywhere like orifice, their mouth, ears, the ears, the wounds. It's just. And then Charlie is like, let's escape in this rowboat I found conveniently over here. <laughs> For just such an occasion, yeah, it needed a sign that said "Escape Rowboat." Yeah, it really, it was seriously. You yeah. needed a sign that said "Escape Rowboat." A neon sign, a neon, yeah, big flashing sign to the escape. So, um, he jumps in, uh, walks in. He really steps into this thing. There's townsfolk trying to kill you. They've turned into goo. He just steps in, right, no problem. And Mo, he struggles trying to get into the same. Yeah. He really does.
0: Like those cowboy boots are not working in his favor.
2: Right yeah, now. I can't figure out where Moe's from either. Savannah, New Orleans. I think he's from Dallas, Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Because <laughs> it, it's um, it's just a horrible accent he has. Um, they escape via rowboat and then go. And the next scene, literally, they're in a diner. Okay, once again, I have punched a dude in the face. His face <laughs> is falling off. The last thing I'm going to try to get is coffee and hash browns at the Waffle House. Just not.
1: You don't have your priorities straight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you would do, right?
1: Food first, always.
2: So you're not like you know you're not gonna reflect about it. you punch the dude's face off.
1: I like, will reflect over my hash browns in coffee. I don't
2: think I, I could eat hash browns. But like, ugh, this
0: reminds me of this dude's face. <laughs> Walk in there, eat your hash browns, and then after you, you're sitting there. Ah,
2: oh, that feels. Oh my god.
1: What did I do? What did
2: I eat? <laughs> Some. And this is where Charlie and uh, Mo separate. They're like, we have to go our separate ways, and that's pretty much it. On that, they're you know, what? And then you know, Mo's off to do his other things. Uh, Mo reads in a paper that this kid uh, destroyed a grocery store and got arrested, and so he's like, this is the perfect ally I need, and so he becomes Batman, and this kid becomes his Robin. This is important because. As the kid is literally leaving his house after running away a second ago, Mo drives up, opens his car door, and says, Come with me if you want to live. He does. It. He, says, he just gets in the car. <laughs> it's just, it's, well, the kid asks
0: him first. like, Who are you? No time for questions. Okay.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
2: Just get me out of so, here. So back on the toddler mentality.
1: <laughs> Seems to be the running thing. <laughs> You're
2: like, maybe Larry Cohen was like, I want to make a movie about toddlers <laughs> but Every... I don't
1: want to work with children right
2: if everyone was a toddler, what would happen? Think would about look, shiny car <laughs>
1: attention hi person. <laughs> I just described my child <laughs> that's literally what she does.
2: We'll ask about what she would do in this film at the end of the in the, the podcast. I'm curious um. There's not really much conversation. I mean, there's a little bit of a reflection about what what Jason did, and and Mo asks a couple of questions, but it's not really that big of a deal. Um, you know, he kind of confirms that the stuff is living and it's you know doing stuff, something to people, and and that's pretty much it. They drive to an airport where they meet up with Nicole, who who is sad that the boy is there because I think she had some sort of sexual rendezvous planned and. The boy's gonna put a wrinkle in that. She was ready for the bounce, chick. A wow, wow. She was ready
1: to join the mile high club. I think she was. I think she. She was, she was like ready to be a card she carry kind of, member.
2: She was. She was dressed kind of provocatively for the eighties, and and she, you know, but that the boy ruined that. And so they get on the plane. They fly somewhere to Georgia. I think it's Georgia. And the only reason I say it's Georgia because when they get off the plane, the uh, Mo says to the pilot, if we're not back in three hours... Let the kid sleep. He's going to be on the plane. If we're not back in three hours...
1: Send him to Savannah.
2: We'll just fly to Savannah. <laughs> don't fly. Don't don't follow a flight plan. Don't do anything legally. Just fly him to Savannah. Nicole and Mo go on a tour of a, a stuff factory or the stuff factory. And uh, try to get... They take a lot of pictures and, and they... They try to see where the stuff comes from, and they're not getting anywhere on that. And Moe's a womanizer. Oh, yeah, Moe's a womanizer.
0: <laughs> you I, could... Exactly. As they're walking, Moe is behind his, I'm calling her his girlfriend. He, he, yeah. I'm calling her his girlfriend, and he is just by, back there just all over this girl. I think honestly, I think that's, he was just trying to get her suit, but, you know, not the way he was taking it. Right. Yeah, he's he's straight up womanizer. The boy
2: wakes up on the plane because and, and the pilot it just explodes into the stuff and the stuff tries to kill the boy in kind of a blob esque kind of way, just kind of oozing down the the aisle of the plane, and the boy escapes out the back of the plane because he knew that was there, and I think probably because he got the you know the, the you know because you've ever yeah, have you flown. No. Have you flown? Yes. So when you fly... Um,
1: your exits are here and here. See,
2: she's great to be a flight attendant. She's You know you know where your exits are, they tell you. So maybe they told him where the exits were. Maybe. I got thinking about that after you pointed that out. I think that's what it... And, and he goes running away through a cave for some reason.
1: <laughs> he goes into the woods and then finds a cave.
2: Right, and then goes through the cave and then ends up at, at the... The railroad's mine, or wherever they found the stuff in the first place, and basically what they're doing is they're they're sucking the stuff from the ground into big tanker trucks, and the boy crawls into a tanker truck and gets locked in there, and so we don't because see. Because that was a good plan. Yeah, I'm smart. yeah. You know, you know, this is what I would do. I would hide into the tanker truck to die. Um, the factory has arranged for. Um, Mo and Nicole to stay at a hotel, yeah. little 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 motel place in their town. And so they're all snuggled up in the bed. By uh, the way, he is asleep in the
0: bed with his pants and cowboy boots on.
2: He wasn't asleep. He was... He was studying. He had a he had a file, and he was looking. At the she was gone, and she was just. He fell asleep. Actually, yeah, he did. I don't remember him falling asleep. Yeah,
1: it was um, it was playing the commercials. Yeah, and it was right before the uh, bed, ex- like comes. Yeah, alive. And,
2: uh, hold on, we'll play the commercial now so you can hear it because it has Abe Vagoda, who was from The Godfather, and Abe Vigoda is like a billion years old. He's still alive now. He was a billion years old in '85. I don't think Abe Vagoda will ever die. And uh we'll play now.
0: We're in Andre's exclusive Continental Restaurant, which caters to only the most discriminating clientele.
1: How's the food, sweetheart? Yeah. That's nice. Where's the stuff? The stuff is here now. Great new taste sensation. Light and free now. We'll get to elevation. We up is never enough. Enough is never enough of
0: the stuff. Mm, the stuff, the taste that makes you hungry for more. The
2: stuff, taste that delivers. Enough is never
1: enough. Enough is never enough.
2: All right, and so you've just heard that. And if you recognize the old lady's voice, if you're as old as I am, you know who she is. She's the where's the beef lady from the old Wendy's commercials. Where's the beef? I know I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to children in, in this episode.
1: I know where's the beef.
2: Do you know where's the beef?
1: I watched every episode of VH1s. I love the '80s. <laughs> Actually,
0: yes. Now that she says that, okay, yeah, I know who Where's the beef is.
2: <laughs> you know who Where's the beef is.
0: I got, I got, I got to look up her name. She's like the Taco Bell dog for Wendy's. I don't know about that. I would say that.
1: I mean, the Taco Bell dog was still a thing when I was in like kindergarten. She was not...
0: No, but what I'm saying is... Recognizable. Yeah, for that that era.
2: Yo Kiro Taco Bell. (laughs) Taco Okay, Wiki's not helping me out on this one. I have to go to the safari on the iPad. I can actually play one of her commercials now. It certainly
1: is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef?
0: Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bum. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bum. Hey,
1: where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there.
0: You want something better. You're Wendy's
1: kind of people. Clara Peller.
2: See, you're faster than I am. Um, There was a Where's the Beef single. They they recorded an album based on the car... Wow. I'm gonna to have to find that and play that this episode, probably the end of this episode. I'll play that when I play play this. The if I, I'm looking, this stuff has a like jingle. I'm trying to find the jingle. So if I can find the jingle, I'll play this. But if not, I'll play I'll definitely will play the Where's the Beef um, song. Uh so I guess he falls asleep watching the TV. I missed that part. So uh and then um as Trinity alluded to, the stuff comes out of the bed which sounds really, really bad when I think about that. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: if you look at the stuff and it's white and creamy, that doesn't help either.
2: <laughs> it's kind of, kind of... There's an innuendo there, I'm just saying. Um, the stuff tries to kill uh, Mo. It gets on his face. Oh, this is getting bad. <laughs> so splooged on his face is what we're saying. And he can't breathe because it's all sticky. <laughs> this is not getting any better. And, and so... She's like, I'll help you. And the first thing she thinks of is to burn it off his face. (laughs) And there's an oil lamp in a hotel, which is weird even for the 80s. (laughs) And she opens the oil lamp and sprays the oil onto the dude's stuffy face. And then she gets a lighter, and she's trying to burn it. And she burns it off. It burns right off. And he pulls it off his face. And then, for some reason, a townsfolk guy shows up and is like, I got to murder you.
1: He said, "Leave us alone." He was a stuffy.
2: He was a stuffy. He was a town he, he, he was. I'm gonna murder you. And the stuff apparently didn't like that, so it attacked him. And there's this scene that's kind of reminiscent of Nightmare on Elm Street when Johnny, oh, with, um, kind of with Johnny Depp getting getting oozed out of his bed, but kind of with Tina getting rolled around the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like got, a mix. It's
2: kind of a mix of that. So imagine Tina just covered in. White, hot, sticky. <laughs> but but for some reason, Mo is trying to help this murderous townsperson out of the stuff. Because, you know, he's got compassion for everybody except the dude he punched in the face and face <laughs> fell off.
1: They could have straight up stole that from Nightmare on Elm Street because 1984. Yeah, that person. Elm Street. So it was yeah, totally inspired.
2: Stolen. Probably. Probably used the same gimbal. To, I to, don't
1: know. Because uh, you. Uh, I was watching documentary, and all that stuff was pretty much destroyed. They had one take to do it, and that was all they had to do. Oh, Wow. When they did Johnny Depp scene after. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: But the, the gimbal itself—I mean, it's a setup. So I don't think because that's the moving.
1: Everything got electrocuted.
2: Wow! Did I know that? Fun facts. Fun facts. Um. uh the happy couple escape. And they go driving, and they find the factory, where, where the boy is stuck in the tanker. And so they decide to blend in. The Nicole stays by the truck they stole because they have a car. I don't know why they they steal the truck, but that's I guess they, the keys. Well, are,
0: they came in there in the in the stuff limo. So,
2: oh, that's right. They came in the, the stuffed limo.
1: The vibe. The vibe.
2: Well, you can talk about that. I don't
1: want to talk about that. The Stuff logo looks straight up bisexual pride flag just on everything they own. I feel like this movie is just like a giant innuendo. Yeah,
2: yes. It's a well, thing about horror films. You know? I mean,
1: I just feel like it's all supposed to be like sexual undertones. Exactly.
0: That's that's a, That is entirely what the Stuff is.
1: You can't yeah. have something white and creamy and not be sexual.
2: Exactly. Cool whip.
1: Exactly. It's delicious. Exactly. So, um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after dark.
2: I'm I'm awkwardly uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> he Mo being he dresses up like one of the stuff. Employees, was one, one of the stuff that
1: he um, charmed, yeah, he off charmed of his lady friend, exactly. right?
2: And so he wears the uniform, which is this orange yellow jumpsuit thing. And he finds, um, he's walking and looking at the trucks. The truck Jason is stuck in is is, uh, is now parked under the hose where the stuff gets pull, pulled in, and it's uh trying to kill him, sort of. He's yelling at it, like,
1: come on, man, come on, give me. Do me what you did to my parents.
2: But it doesn't really do anything. It's It's
1: like, this is not fun if you're asking me to do it. (laughs) Right, right. Consent is not fun.
2: Yeah, I'm not really into that. If you will just, you know.
1: Said no, don't do it.
2: Just struggle a little bit, kid. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's what he's into. Um, uh, For some reason, I've never been inside a tanker, so I don't know how soundproof they are. Um but, I mean, they're metal, right? So I don't think yeah. they would, you could, if someone shouted on the inside, could you hear from the out? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. Maybe, I don't, maybe, I don't know the science just... of it. If someone out there can listen, feel free to tweet us I at that. I feel at like I should cast. call
1: my stepfather, because he used to be a truck driver.
2: Yeah, but did he, like, hide in tankers? <laughs> no, but my mom's <laughs>
1: husband used to do chemical stuff, so he probably has been in one.
2: But maybe nice. so.
1: I don't know his number.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for trying to reach out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mo hears Jason through the magic of whatever, and, magic uh, and dreams. Magic, magic and dreams. So, um, he steals the tanker, uh, and drives off. Nicole goes back to the truck, and when she opens the truck door, there's a stuffy waiting for her, just like his job was to hang out
1: from the convenience store, post office place. It was the same. Oh, was that dude. was that was that dude? Yeah, yeah. it was the same. Dude with the bad teeth.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't catch that. Because they all looked kind of the same. So it was like... It
1: was the 80s, man.
2: And so he attacks her and she's trying to fight him off. And uh, she knocks him down. And he gets run over by Mo in Mo's truck and it kind of explodes. But she has the proper... Reaction. Reaction.
1: She freaks out.
2: Yeah, she freaks the fuck out. She's just like, ah, ah, ah for at least a minute. Uh, should... There's some something there. Yeah, Mo and Jason don't really care that they killed people. They're they're sociopaths.
1: She's kind of like, oh, he just imploded. Cool. Well, that was nice. That's
2: Tens- whatever. Not me. And who you want to go get some hash browns?
1: <laughs> we need more coffee. Exactly. They
2: pick they they pick her up and they start driving. They're trying to drive to another town. What they they're calling a bigger town. Um, they're stopped by a um, a state trooper. Because their hose is hanging out and stuff is leaking out, and so they're talking. Uh, you know, so basically they, they they get out of this scenario by like, let's go eat the stuff in the back, and so uh, Nicole and Jason pretends to eat the stuff and lures the trooper over to do that, and where Mo comes um, over, smacks him like he plays tag with him. Like I'm gonna knock him out by going, you're it. <laughs> And then it cuts to the next day, and they're driving, and they end up meeting um, a militia group that um, Mo has was investigating during his FBI days, led by um, Paul Servino, and his name is Colonel Spears, which apparently is El Hefe's favorite character in this movie.
0: Yeah, because it's really the only one I can remember his name of,
2: besides Chocolate Chip
0: Charlie. Exactly. I, I'm I'm not going any further in. <laughs>
2: After some tugging and 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 figuring things out, they they this um, Mo convinces uh, Colonel Spears to join his cause. They're going to try to warn the world about what's going on. Apparently, Colonel Spears owns a radio station, and he can help.
0: And right there, there was also another bad cut. One minute he's down there, looks up to Colonel Spears. Turns around. Oh, it just so happens he's right there
2: beside him in the tower. Right. Um so Colonel Spears arranges planes to fly back to wherever. Because they're not they don't identify towns at all. They're less like from one and just from site A to site, to site B. B. Alright, so here's my favorite part. The planes land and the troops get out into a waiting yellow taxi cabs. I mean, when you want to ass- urban assault a city,
0: nothing says we're taking shit it's over, over. Then. a
1: <laughs>
2: then fleet back. of yellow then, cabs, yeah. and, and by fleet we mean like three, <laughs> maybe four. There was mm. a good five there. Five, yeah. There was a good five. So it's 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 Colonel Spears, Nicole, Jason, and Moe, and sixteen of Colonel Spears' guys, right? Yeah. They go to Colonel's who are work.
0: the who are the I'm sorry to cut you off. Who are the most misfit Marines I have ever seen?
2: Right, they are just <laughs> oh, they're, they are they are just screwed up. They are they're they're not right. <laughs> um, they assault the oh, they assault the factory. I forgot about that. They assault the I totally forgot the assault assaulted the factory before they take the taxes. They assault the factory, right? That's yeah, how. No, it, no. That, David? Yeah, because they take Texas to the radio station. So let me back this up real quick. So they, they assault the factory, and they kill, like, everybody at the factory, or everyone else dies because of, quote-unquote, commie suicide pills. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what he says. Like, I was just like, the KGB, right? The, uh,
0: and there's he, stuff
2: everywhere. And Colonel Spears has
0: flashbacks all the time of the Cold War. Had, well, the Cold War was still going on is 1985. Well,
1: yeah. And the only people who, again, have the proper reaction is... It's the one stray hillbilly soldier <laughs> in the world?
2: There's a guy in the background. He's just, I swear, his name stood up could- from a holler in West Virginia, like, man, maybe I shouldn't be here.
1: What the hell did I sign up for? I need to
0: go home and kiss my mama. I don't know. I swear, that dude's name is fucking Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> he greasy
2: Rick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: Nicole and and Jason. Nicole takes Jason out. She's like, I need to find a door. I guess. I, maybe she was overwhelmed by the sight of death. Jason has no emotion connection to this. Yeah, Nicole
1: was about to puke. She <laughs> right. was like holding her stomach. She's and just like, like,
2: let's go find that way out. And they're like, here's a way out. And they get chased by the stuff. They don't find a way out. They get into another room where the stuff is, and it tries to kill them. The, the, Just like the, in the blob. They escape. Um, and
0: Which their escape was awesome. They were just... <laughs> go ahead <laughs> and describe <laughs> that. Describe their escape. They were just... Sitting there, and I think it was like a cart.
2: Yeah, they were like candy carts. Laundry carts. <laughs> Laundry carts, yeah.
0: And yeah, they, they was like, they was hopping in between them and, you know, trying to get out and get away from the stuff. And they was like,
2: one, two, three. Yeah, they grabbed their hands. And so the door is from the last cart they are escaping from the stuff. It, it's literally a foot away. Yeah. And they grab on each other's hands. She's like, you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. And they just kind of hop out of the. Uh, I, I, they just literally walked out. It's one, two, three. To here me, we go. To me, it was like it was playing like a bigger scene. It was like, oh, we don't have a budget for that, so we're just going to have them. You have a $1.7 million budget. It Stuff went
1: made. to catering.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the craft services for this must have been amazing. <laughs> All that ice cream and yogurt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Then that's when they have a discussion about how, how, how they're going to tell the world about this evil stuff, and that's when they get the planes and the the taxicabs, and um, Colonel Spears gets to the radio station, um, and so does Charlie. I, I don't know how Charlie got there. He just shows up one day, like I'm Charlie. I'm part of this movie too, right? That's how oh, I say much. much. I'm part of this movie too. You got to let me in.
1: That's where the budget went for all of his lost
2: scenes. <laughs> Um, he goes into the radio station. I guess he's going to tell his side of the story, but his side of the story is that he... Oh, wait, no, he's a monster. And he's been possessed by the stuff, and his face gets all distorted and weird, and I'll show that clip. on. You can see that clip, clip at the bottom of the podcast, but it's just... It is just... Uh, it's probably the best effect in the movie, honestly. It's yeah. it's for, like for, a lot of the 19- budget... Five, yeah, for 1995. Yeah, the, the a lot of the budget had to go with this, twisting his face and... The, and so the
1: larva looking inside t- of the mouth, mouth
2: and the gooey tongue stuff, stuff thing. that comes up. Um, then the then the stuff is uh, it kind of explodes out of him. Jason goes in to see what's what's up, and he has no right. Oh, okay, cool. He doesn't really react right
1: until Nicole screams, and then he's
2: like, he's she screams, and then he screams like as a Oh, this is how humans scream. Ah! Ah! Uh. Maybe, maybe Jason is the stuff. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe so. Because he never gets attacked. So this scene reminds me of aliens. Have you guys seen aliens? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so there's a scene in Aliens where Newton and Ripley are, are trying to take a nap and Burke has, spoiler alert, has um, put a alien face hugger in their room to impregnate with them, so they can, he can take the aliens back to Earth. And so they're trapped in this room with a large glass window that they can't break out of. This is what this reminds me. They're in this radio studio, Nicole and um, Jason, surrounded by the stuff that used to be Charlie, right? And so they're screaming. Well, he, she's screaming. He's imitating screaming. Ah, He's uh, like a puppy
1: learning to howl. Right. It's like Very
2: much so. Very much so like a puppy learning to, to howl. And so uh, Mo shows up with uh, Paul Servino in his army. Colonel Spears in his army, right? Yeah. And the next thing he does is borrow Spears' machine gun and break open the, the, the window, which is done in animation. It wasn't a real break. If you notice, it was animated. Yeah. The, the break was animated. And he then shoots... Some power cable.
1: That's some thick power cable, too. Well,
2: you know, you're running boards and stuff at a radio station. I, it's
1: just, like, giant. That's the 80s. <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much. And and one thing that Colonel Spears is very precise on, make sure you get the girl. Right, right. Make, make sure, sure, you sure you get, get the girl.
2: girl. He's all about that. Um, they use the cables to electrocute the stuff and set it on fire, kind of like Jaws, too. <laughs> And um, and this is the point of the movie Where I think they were like Alright, how much money we got left? Six bucks, okay <laughs> <laughs> So let's end the movie like this Paul Servinio makes and, and I'll play this I'll, I'll, I'll play his radio message now I'm here now to warn you About the dangers of the stuff
1: um.
0: If you see it in the stores Call your local police If you have it in your homes Don't touch it Get out. The stuff is a product of nature, a deadly living organism. It can overcome your mind and take over your body. And there's nothing that can
2: stop it. The stuff. Rated R. So there he was saying, you know, hey, if you got stuff, get rid of it. And everyone does. Every- He's a small... Radio station and podunk whatever, and the whole planet is like, yeah, the stuff is bad because Paul Sorvino. I mean, it was kind of like this Alex Jones stuff that's today. I mean, I heard from Alex Jones a bit uh, over the summer where he was talking about uh, about when the the Planned Parenthood stuff was coming out, where they were selling mm-hmm. selling baby parts, and he was like, "Well, that's because the elite eat babies." That was a radio show. He was dead serious about the elite eating babies, and so, that's I- like Paul Silvino and this stuff.
0: It's it's pretty much hey, okay. Have you heard Alex Jones go off about Jade Helm? No. Oh, it is priceless. He just he goes on this giant, I think, hour long rant about Jade Helm. All his
2: rants are like an hour long. Yeah, but this one it's just like gold, crazy gold. So maybe that's where Alex Jones got the idea to do stuff. He's like, because I'm 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 not convinced. Here's here's a scary thought about Alex Jones. Okay, first of all is does Alex Jones really believe what he says or is he trolling everyone like, like Stephen Colbert? Like, man, I can make a lot of money by being this crazy right-wing nut. Like, It's like uh, Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh had a baby and that's Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the level of crazy scale. And so, and you know, I watched some of it over the summer and I wasn't quite sure if he was serious or he's trolling everybody. Because <laughs> you're like... This is very Kaufman esque. This could be a gen- a genius, just character, because <laughs> he was telling me that the elite eat babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I got. Because
2: the elite eat stuff. This, look it up. It's on YouTube. You can find it. Just look up elite eating babies or eating babies. They'll you'll find it. So, um, so everyone starts burning down the stuff, and the stuff becomes uh, like a black market item.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: And so, and
0: actually, this part. One of the guys who bought the methamphetamine stuff <laughs> was Patrick Dempsey.
2: Was it? Really? Yes, uh, I, I he was looked at it as...
0: Yeah, he was uncredited in it. Patrick Dempsey, you, you gotta get to start somewhere. Right.
2: Yeah, I am stuff head number two. <laughs> yeah. Um. And this movie ends weirdly because it ends with, with um, you know, the world has rid, rid of themselves of the stuff because of this one radio show. That's weird. Two... Mo goes back to I guess to the owner, the guy who hired him, and finds out he's teamed up with the the guy who owns the stuff factory, and they've made a new thing called the Taste, which is like twelve percent stuff, just enough to get you hungry, not enough to make you crazy, which is shame like the FDA should have been like, no, this makes people crazy. We should, but you know, America, <laughs> and, Diet Coke, right? Reasons. Um <laughs> So, Moe summons Jason like into the room, who's got a whole bunch of this stuff. He pulls out a gun, and he holds the two old guys hostage, the two owners. And he, he makes them eat the stuff while Jason watches. Sociopath! No reaction from Jason. Jason's like, you're going to die, dude! Like, and also, I would love to point out Moe's
0: one-liners. It, throughout this entire movie, Moe has some of the greatest one-liners ever he looks, at, he looks at Chocolate Chip Charlie. He's like, this thing's going to kill me. You better make sure you kill me first.
1: <laughs> no one's as dumb as I look. Yeah, no one's dumb as I look. And that's kind of true. <laughs> I
0: mean, ain't This hole's getting bigger, ain't it, boy? I didn't see it again what the hole was. Where did he shoot into? I just, <laughs> the, the, the barrel of the gun? I don't know.
1: No one's as fake as my accent. Should have been one of his own <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: So... Uh, so that's the movies. Um, it's a weird one, Trinity.
1: Lady's choice,
2: man. I, it, you know, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking on the choice. I'm just, you know.
1: It is a weird movie. It's
2: been yeah. a long time since I've seen that. I've probably seen it on like a Midnight Madness, like.
1: I mean, this is the Midnight Madness version, right?
2: I probably saw it in Midnight Madness, like, uh, probably in the late '80s, early '90s, when I first saw it. I remember I actually saw it on Channel Forty Four. And Mobile, Alabama. So shout out to Channel Forty Four. <laughs> um, and so I, I saw it on one of their midnight midnight showings of it, and it's it's weird.
1: <laughs> it's unique.
2: And so and you have this connection. So so you've seen it a lot, actually, right? Yeah,
1: growing up, I had seen it a ton, and then I watched it like once on Netflix, and I think that was like way back. Fall 2011, spring 2012-ish. Okay,
2: so and so this is the first time you've really seen it since then.
1: Yeah, and I was like half asleep and had just had my wisdom teeth cut out.
2: Oh, that was perfect. So <laughs> I don't to... even remember. So for you, how does this movie hold up?
1: It's definitely not as good as I thought it was.
2: So, yeah.
1: It, it was disappointing. I was sad. Oh, I mean, uh... I'll still watch it. Because it's, like, the bad that's, like, yeah, I have to see this because it's so terrible.
2: Right. Uh, it is, uh, because, like, some of the acting is just weird, like...
1: Weird is an understatement.
2: Yeah, or bad. I mean... You know, I'm not sure if, and, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm missing something because I mean, I'm the guy who defends the happening. Yes, I do. I, because the acting in that's very flat, but everyone's very flat, and I think him Night Sean, I did that on purpose. I, there's something about that. I think watch that movie again and realize how flat everyone's acting. Yes, it's a movie about killer pheromone plants. I, I, it's it's ridiculous, but it's <laughs> there's something about that movie I like. It's just
1: is that the one that plays on Sci Fi all the time? I don't know.
2: I don't have Sci Fi or Sifi.
1: <laughs> Sifi. <laughs> that means you don't watch Defiance.
2: I do not watch Defiance. Shame. Sorry. Are you still my friend? Yes. Okay. I, Shout I, out to Defiance out there. Trinity approves. Yes. I,
0: I was uh, At the end of the happening, I was so disappointed.
2: I was like, it was plants? Oh, <laughs> see, that's what I liked about it. <laughs> it was plants? It was plants? <laughs> You're kidding me. It was plants? I, something about that I like, the fact that the pheromones made made you kill. I, I there, It is not a well executed film I think there's a good movie in it and I think that's why I'm, for, I'm forgiving plus I like so there's stuff about it I really like anyway those sentences we will, we will do that when we do that movie Um Bros Booze and Movies um, I don't think it I mean there's some great 80's horror films and, and great cheesy horror 80's horror we've done Return of the Living Dead on this show which is basically punk rockers versus zombies yeah and it holds up really well I mean, but it's got there's some things to it there's it you, you goes in as a horror comedy. It has um, a great soundtrack. This stuff kind of, what I appreciate about the film is that it has um, is an examination of 80s decadence. And that's like, the, the stuff commercials are these ladies in, you know, these models and, and furs. And they're talking about how wonderful this stuff is. And it's, you know, how it's locale. really summed up the 80s and 80s advertising. And that was neat. The rest of the movie kind of falls on that message. I mean, because it's kind of the normal bad movie monster stuff. Yeah. But you know, I don't. I mean, I'll say this: I never have to watch this movie again, <laughs> ever, ever. Minus the few clips I'm going to put on the on, on this episode, I never have to see this movie again.
0: I'm still on reboot from Crawl. <laughs> Pro was last week Yeah I'm, I'm still on a reboot from that And then this gets it no, I'm, I'm gonna
2: be fried You're for broken ne- Yeah I'm broken for the next couple of weeks I'll try to make the next movie better How about that I'll, I'll work on I'm working on that Probably
1: Don't put in Spookies
2: Yeah well <laughs> That's her other favorite movie Spookies
1: That was my main Bad horror movie growing up I was like I wanna watch Spookies I wanna watch Spookies That was my
2: Thing. That was your thing. That was your that was jam. That
1: was my jam.
2: It's your jam. Did you watch many horror films growing up? Actually, I didn't.
0: my My dad watched a lot of them. My dad was weird about horror movies. Like I didn't. I didn't start getting into them till I was older. Because when I was younger, I watched a lot of like comedy movies. Like mm-hmm. I was a real big Adam Sandler's fan when I was a kid. Right. Don't judge me. I don't. No judging. I I love my two favorite movies, and they're still my two favorite movies to this day. Would be The Water Boy, which is one of my favorites, and don't judge me on this one because it's not an Adam Sandler's movie. Um, Twister. Twister. I love Twister. I love Bill Paxton. But I love Bill Paxton too. Cow.
1: Another cow. Yeah. Oh wait, same cow.
0: But my dad never seen it. My dad. He was just. He was real weird about it because he would sit there and laugh about it the whole time, like. Any movie. He sat there and watched The Exorcism one time. And everybody knows how how terrifying that movie can be. He's sitting there
2: laughing about it. That's me. Oh, dude.
1: That's been me my entire life. The Exorcism is pretty
2: terrifying there. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you're a sociopath. (laughs)
0: Like, never know. Like, I think the part where the where the um, the girl was talking about she was going to suck the priest's cock or something and he just he lost it he was <laughs> I he was oh dying laughing the the, the
2: the the part that gets me in the, that makes me cringe is the the thing with the crucifix the fuck me Jesus stuff I'm like ah she's like a little girl why am I watching <laughs> this is horrible this is <laughs> this should not be a thing <laughs> um, I, it's that's not right. <laughs> yeah. That ain't that's right. The point. That's not right. I like that's the point. I saw it in the theaters um when it uh, when they re released it for the, the director's cut where they had the spider crawl they had the spider crawl and stuff, and that's creepy. But I'm I you know, the Exorcist is a great movie and I always say it's a great movie. It's never in my it's never in my top uh, horror films because I like The Exorcist Three better. I said it.
1: <laughs> Bam. On the table. On the table.
2: Exorcist three. George C. Scott's amazing in that. and then Brad Dorf and uh, Brad
1: Dorf is like everything and anything. Right. West Virginian? Yeah.
2: West Virginian, so...
1: Huntington, right?
2: I think so. The Huntington era? I'm Probably, pretty sure. Pretty sure. See, I need to call him and be like... Child's Play. Hello. Right. That's right. He is... Uh, uh. What's the killer's name? Charles L... Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray, yeah. because My middle
1: name is Lee. That's uh, why I'm... Oh! <laughs> That's my connection to Child's Play. I was I'm, like, oh, look! We have to do one of the Child's Plays on, on, on the show. I have all of them. What's your favorite? Uh, I really like the first one, but... I actually prefer the third out of like the original set before. Charlie's
2: uh, Chucky's gonna be a bro.
1: But before it <laughs> turns into Bride and like comedy right. horror films, third one I always really liked for some reason.
2: I like Bride and I like Seed more so than I should.
1: I do too, don't like, get me wrong. Have you
2: seen have you seen any of the Charles White movie films? No. All I right.
1: can actually recite Bride as it's going with the movie I, word for word.
2: I, I believe that. <laughs> but um yeah, you know, so Chucky's a killer doll. and it's uh the spoiler alert, the serial serial killer's help me out. So the serial the serial killer is wounded by the police.
1: Uh by an agent, yeah. He's yeah,
2: shot he's shot by an agent and he's dying but apparently he also knows voodoo and he puts himself in a spirit of a doll.
1: I do a dumbbala <laughs> give me the power <laughs> I beg of you.
2: See, she knows. She's a fan. I know.
0: I know. See, I, 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 I know Child's Way. I know Chucky. I just, I never watched a movie. Right. It's right. like, you know, if you're a fan of movies, you know this movie. Right. Whether you've seen it or not.
2: That's creepy that you quoted that so fast. <laughs> what is what this show's about? This show's, a, we. I mean, we celebrate movies and we celebrate, you know, we, 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 the stuff is not a great film. I'll say it. Uh, Whatever. No, reckon, it's not. You know, you know, would I recommend it to people? Not really. I. It, I would it,
1: recommend it with some beer. And I don't know. Well, this a is... grain of salt.
2: Or or yeah, maybe I don't know. I you
1: know. Like a keg of beer, just do like twelve keg stands, and
0: I'll just pass out. I'll just go to sleep. That's uh, the just twelve keg stands every time they say the stuff.
1: Or stuffies. Yeah,
0: or stuffies.
2: Make
1: a drinking <laughs> game out of it. Take a shot every time they say stuffies. You'd be pretty drunk. Drink pretty, a beer every time they say stuffies. You'd be pretty drunk real
2: quick when they say stuffies. Yeah, there's a, they say it a lot. So yeah,
1: not, not as much as I thought they were going to. Right. It's, for it to be trademarked, because if it came out now, we would be buying like stuffies t-shirt with like the buy pride. We can make those. The, we can make the stuffy t-shirts. We have stuffies. We could totally
2: do, do the the stuffed T shirts for pros, booze, and movies for when we start selling T shirts later this year. So that'd be a good one. We could we could do. I'm a stuffy.
1: <laughs> I'm a stuffy. You're a stuffy. We're all
2: stuffies. Yeah, I'm a stuffy. You're just like the Doctor Pepper. On we could totally do that. Yes, that would be awesome. Um, no, I, I cannot recommend this film. Even after how awesome that was, <laughs> um, there are things in the movie I do like. Don't, don't I like I like all the commercials. I like seeing the where the bees, Lady and Abe will go to. I like. I think some of the effects are kind of neat for the 80s, you know, given their context. I like the, I don't
1: know, when you hold it up against something like Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, got what was Nightmare on Elm Street's budget compared to this?
2: Well, probably more,
1: I would hope, cuz their effects were way better.
2: Yeah. Um, you were asking what this stuff was made out of? Yeah. And uh marshmallows and dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: mm. What
1: type of dreams?
2: Nightmares. (laughs) Okay. Nightmares and marshmallows. According to the audio commentary of the 2000 Anchor Bay DVD, some of the substance props or stand-ins for the real stuff used in the movie include lots of Haas and ice cream, yogurt, and for one scene involving enormous avalanche, like of of stuff crashing through the wall, which would happen in the factory, uh, was fire extinguishing foam.
1: I can see that. Yeah.
2: Uh, Other shots, such as the ones of the giant lake of stuff, required superimposed images and animation because it's
1: not real.
2: The other interesting thing I thought about it was, uh, Chuckle Charlie was uh, originally uh, going to be cast by Arsenia Hall, but the studio didn't know who Arsenia was because he was becoming a big star. They hadn't it hadn't gotten there yet, so they hired uh, Garrett Morris, who was a million years old when he did this film. He's a million years old now. If you don't know him, he's from you know his original Cast on SNL. He was on Martin, and he's currently on Two Broke Girls. As of this recording, if that gets canceled, he was on Two Broke Girls. I like Martin. My That's aunt. where I really know him from. eh. He was on the radio station in Martin. Uh, this, this, the other people in this movie, of course. Uh, Mo was played by Michael Mor- Moriarty, who was had a stint on Law and Order. I know him most from Troll, because he's the dad in Troll. He's Harry Potter Senior, because the hero in in Troll is Harry Potter Junior. Just so you know, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs>
1: Let's um, not get started on Harry Potter. I'm like decked out in Harry Potter. Yeah, you've Potter got today. your
2: you've got your uh Hogwarts shirt and your Slytherin.
1: Hogwarts alumni shirt and my Slytherin cardigan. Oh. So with you... my Slytherin Converse shoes.
2: Oh. She is. How is she it Okay. Apparently she's Slytherin.
1: Slytherin claw. Slyther
2: what's a Slytherin claw?
1: Slytherin and Ravenclaw.
2: Can you combine?
1: Yes. Usually, most people are not all one house. They are pretty much somehow split. Mine is a straight fifty-fifty split. That's, <laughs> That's an entire another show. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. I am not a Harry Potter fan. I don't dislike Harry Potter. I'm not a fan, mm-hmm. and the reason why I'm not a fan, I've only seen the movies once. I've never read the books. I think they're great. I think.
1: I started reading the books in first grade.
2: I believe it. You were very smart. <laughs> I mean, I was reading. I don't know if I was reading in the first grade. I can't remember. Um, I... I think
0: I was reading picture books <laughs> in the first grade. It's
2: like, cow. No, El Hefe. That's a cat. <laughs> Close.
0: <laughs> it's black and white.
2: No, it's orange. They both start with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it's one for Greasy Rick. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to. So, so okay. So, how did you discover that you were fifty percent Slytherin, fifty percent Ravenclaw? I didn't know there were Ravenclaws. I knew there were Hufflepuffs, and there was Gryffindor. There's There's Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Right. That's the reason why I know that. I don't remember the Ravenclaws. I'm sorry.
1: Smart. The uh, House of Intelligence, pretty much.
2: Okay. Smart. Ravenclaws are smart. Slytherin are snakes, so they're not smart.
1: Slytherins are cunning and ambitious.
2: Oh, so she's smart and ambitious. She is, Trinity is dead. I thing.
1: am dangerous. The so, woman.
2: so how did we discover this? Did the sorting hat tell you?
1: Actually, I do have a sorting hat puppet. It's like a life-size sorting hat replica. So
2: it's a hat size.
1: Yeah, and it's a puppet too. It's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> oh, very cool. Well, if you ever do a Harry Potter episode, you have to bring it.
1: Yeah. No, uh, one reading the books. Grew up on that in the movies. You Pretty much have an idea when you do either of those And you're actually into it You can guess what your traits are Then internet quizzes <laughs> And then the Pottermore quiz I have taken it Eight different times Four times Slytherin, four times Ravenclaw
2: I might take the Pottermore quiz cause I feel like I would be a Hufflepuff
1: <laughs> There is nothing wrong with Hufflepuff
2: There's nothing wrong with Hufflepuff Is there something supposed to be wrong with Hufflepuff? Everyone know. calls
1: Hufflepuff the house of potatoes
2: I like potatoes
1: they um, they are like the losers, quote, unquote. And it's uh, incorrect.
2: Are they the uncool? Yeah,
1: yeah, they're basically what people call the fluff because they're not brave, they're not smart, and they're not cunning. So they're just the other house. <laughs> but it's not true. My best friend is Hufflepuff. So, so,
0: so it, <laughs> you know, they're
1: good. They're actually We are having really this fun discussion fun. and I
2: love it. I love the fact that she's like, My best friend is a Hufflepuff. That's like saying I'm a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Chocolate Chip Charlie. <laughs> so, is Gryffindor
0: like the badasses because it's a Griffin?
1: Slytherins are the badasses. Slytherins just, are the I'm, dangerous ones. Okay, Slytherins get the bad rap because most of the bad guys in the series, like Voldemort, Tom Riddle, and his death at Hogwarts. Voldemort. Ball-oins.
2: The tea is silent. I learned this week. Yeah,
1: because it's supposed to be French, but the people who recorded the books, the audio books, pronounced it wrong. Yeah. Because they're morons. Right. Good job, guys. You <laughs> screwed up an entire generation. Of <laughs> right. People. So now I'm
2: saying Voldemort, or the one who must not be named.
1: <laughs> he who must not. Be he
2: named. must be not named. <laughs> <Words>. <laughs> Name me not. Know the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how Harry she's Potter. She's turned like came. orange. And she's just like <laughs> horrified by what I've just done. I love it how, like. <laughs> I like the, the description <laughs> of the Zoomer. Yeah, have talked about this stuff for a while. It just dissolved into Harry Potter conversations.
1: And I'm the only Harry Potter fan.
2: <laughs> which, which is awesome. I, so you should need to do a Harry Potter podcast for the network.
1: Yes, I should.
2: You should totally do one. We would we would glad that... Because we don't have one. We'd love to have We, we don't have
1: one. I used to actually be in a Harry Potter podcast. So I. See, I've you got, have experience. I have the experience. That's a long time ago.
2: So, so you can just dust that all off.
1: That's how you figure out your house. Mm, Gryffindors are considered brave. They're usually typecasted as uh, reckless.
2: All right, so Harry's a Gryffindor. Ron's a
1: Gryffindor. Hermione's a Gryffindor. Oh, pff- <laughs>
2: Okay, I I knew that one. I didn't know that one.
1: I watched. I've I've seen the movies, but it's been a while. I own all of them, but the very last one.
2: I have a bootleg. If you want, if you want it, I'm good. So
1: I have. I need to get it. I'm going going to get the Blu-ray set. I'm Ah, I'm just kind of hold out and waiting. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite book movie is the third one. My favorite movie would probably be either the first one. Because every time I watch it, I get fuzzy feelings. Right. And other than that, it would probably be the fourth one.
2: First one's a philosopher's stone, right? Yes. And then Chamber of Secrets. Yes. I like Chamber of Secrets a lot.
1: I like. I don't like the spiders in Chamber of Secrets, man. I can't do the spiders. You can't do spiders. I can't do the spiders. So, so,
2: them. so we're not. Do- you're not. When we do arachnophobia on the show, you're not doing that episode.
1: Oh, I'll totally be there so I can cry and scream.
2: I'll see when we need that. I might go into a panic attack. I'm not a spider fan either? We'll both uh-huh.
1: be. Uh, we we'll go into the panic acts. We'll do it together.
0: Uh, <laughs> there are three things I don't like. Spiders, snakes, and, and the heights. stuff the, the stuff. It, that's four. <laughs> four. We got four now.
2: So spiders, snakes. Heights. Heights and stuff. Yes. Okay. So I know how to you know, and, defeat and, and trimmers. And now you know trimmers.
1: How... Oh my gosh, totally.
2: Exactly. So, and now you know how to defeat Jeff. <laughs> it's not hard. We I know, know. Al face weaknesses. Ha 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 ha.
1: And you have a femphetal slither claw to make it happen.
2: Slither claw.
1: You screwed up. So that doesn't nice. make sense because
2: <laughs> slithers things don't have claw. I, I'm confused.
1: Slither and plus raven. I got it,
2: but it's like in my brain. There's like there's no claws. There could be. <laughs> it's
1: just like I was just so serious. There could
2: be. There could be. <laughs> All right, so l- l- let's wrap this up. Um, I cannot recommend this movie.
0: I'll uh, about your thoughts. Mm-hmm. This is eighty-seven minutes of my life. I'm not gonna get back. <laughs> I said that as soon as the movie was over. <laughs>
2: Teared as that eye. was, me
1: when I left Annabelle. I'm never gonna get those minutes See, in
2: my I didn't life see that back. one there where the is the Conjuring. I've wanted to see the Conjuring, is that the one I where was... it comes from.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I've wanted to see the Conjuring for a long time, but I can, I can never find it. And when I do find it, it's like,
1: do you have Cinemax or HBO?
0: No, know? nobody's well, got, the <laughs> got the
1: WWE yeah,
2: Network.
0: I got the WWE Network. I don't think it's gonna help you. No,
1: Netflix could possibly eventually. I've,
0: I've looked on Netflix for no. months. I said
1: eventually. So. Well, they'll probably
0: get it. Yeah, it's like it's like the last CD of Metallica that I don't have yet. Because I have all their CDs except for one. Which one? Uh, Garage Ink. I think
1: my mom has that
0: one. It's the only one I don't have. Every time I find it, I don't have enough money. But when I do have money, it's not there. The co- there. The Conjuring's
2: the same way. Just order it on Amazon. It's probably like 99 cents from some used place. Probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm not still. promising it plays, but... I want it to play.
2: Yeah. <laughs> To, the
1: desperation in his voice to
2: hear uh, the whiskey in a jar and
0: um, whiskey in a jar Die Die my darling um, what is that other one <laughs> okay. there's a Bob Sager song he does that, um, turn the page turn the page that's right here I go <laughs> on roll again and also I just found out Metallica is coming out with beer in Canada I'm going to Canada
2: <laughs> Metallica Canadian beer
0: it's, 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 even though it's Budweiser, I still want it.
2: Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs>
0: not a fan either. I don't like Budweiser, but I still want the can.
2: So. <laughs> to the lady's choice.
1: I do not recommend this movie at <laughs> all. <laughs> it's a trifecta!
2: <laughs> no on the stuff. Sorry, Larry Cohen, Your movie's bad. <laughs> Here's the final thoughts, your thoughts. I'll let I'll let you in, in the show.
1: I do not understand how I'm not more screwed up in life after growing up on the stuff. And I don't know why I ever thought that was a good movie. Maybe it just made me hungry. <laughs> I mean, I do like food, so that's a possibility.
2: Well, that is a good note as any to end on. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scotty White, you can follow the network at, at Mopcast Network. You can go to our webpage at Mopcast uh network.com. No, Mopcast not network. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you can definitely check that out. You can follow our friend El Hefe at El Hefe Loco ninety five on Twitter. Trinity are you Twitter? No, not,
1: you're not yet.
2: You're not Twittery? I'm not
1: Twittery. We
2: we'll have to get you on on the Twitters. Yes, I
1: Twitters.
2: But um, yeah, what you can say hi to her on the uh, at, at Mopcast hashtag. Hi Trinity, and we'll pass that along to her.
1: Yes, that'll
2: work fantastic. <laughs> or hashtag the stuff. All right. So until next week, which I have no idea what we're gonna watch. But until next week, there'll be a movie. We know that. This is a uh, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make your own.
0: Thank you for listening to the Mobcast network